We're on the next gift of the Spirit. We're on our series on the gifts of the Spirit. We started in Romans chapter 12, and we discussed the seven gifts, foundational gifts of the Spirit in Romans 12. And now, for the last little bit, we've been in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, in the nine gifts of the Spirit, and we'll end, we'll end our whole series on the gifts of the Spirit with the fivefold ministry gifts out of Ephesians 4. So <clears throat> tonight we are talking about the, the first of the three gifts that, that actually say something. We've talked about the revelation gifts, we've talked about the power gifts, and they do something, and tonight we're talking about the three, uh, the three gifts that actually say something. And the first is prophecy, and the next is tongues, and the third one is interpretation of tongues that the Bible's very clear about. But I really like this gift, and we'll talk about it tonight and, and next Wednesday also. Everything that we've talked about up to this point um, is really centered around this gift. Everything that we've talked about to this point is centered around this one gift of prophecy. It, it is the actual foundational gift that everything else operates from, the gift of prophecy. And tonight I want to I look at a few things, and about halfway in the middle of it, I'm going to prophesy to a number of you. And next week, we're going to all prophesy. <laughs> if we get here next week, there'll be five people here. <clears throat> Next week we're going to all prophesy, or not everybody, but you know some some of us. We're going to we're going to prophesy because you know we've got to practice these things. I've been talking to you about it for a while, and we've got to practice these. The world will not change. There'll not be a difference on planet Earth if the church doesn't rise up and be the church. And I'll just tell you that. These gifts, these, these, are, these have been given to us. They're gifts from God. And they're here, as we've read in 1 Corinthians 12, they're here to profit us. They're here to profit mankind. All of humanity is supposed to profit because of these gifts. But if these gifts just lay in Scripture, and they just lay in the book and and, and they're just in there and we don't do anything with them, then, then nobody's profiting, not you or the people that are to profit because you operate in these gifts. And these gifts are not to, just, to, to not just flow through people that stand behind pulpits, people that are fivefold ministry gifts. They do operate through them. They have to. You can't operate in the fivefold ministry without operating in the gifts of the Spirit. But they're not just for the fivefold ministry gifts. They're for whoever. And some things in, in the future, as, we, as we've been here 25 years and we're talking about the next 25 years, um, some of the things in the future that we're going to talk about is, is how that God has these gifts actually to operate more outside of public services like this out there than he does he, he wants them out there instead of in here. 
He wants the gifts to operate, yes, here, and we're, we're, we're allowing those and going to allow more of those in, de- in the days ahead under the direction of the Holy Spirit. But God wants the gifts of the Spirit operating through you out there because people need them. There's not one gift that we've talked about that's weird. And yet, and yet, I'm telling you what, in, in, you know, I wasn't brought up in the church world. I got born again when I was 18 or almost 18. <clears throat> so I wasn't brought up in the church. But in the 37 years that I've been born again, man, there's been some weird stuff associated with the gifts of the Spirit. I just tell you right now, God's not weird, number one. And there's not a gift that's weird if you operate in it the right way. And, and this gift of prophecy is vitally important that people understand what it is and how it operates so that you, so that, I, I'll just tell you this. Remember when I say this, and, and I'm going to prophesy here in a little bit over a number of you because I've, I, I, didn't, I didn't come in here with, with prophecy already built up in my head. I came in here, and during worship, I prayed in the Spirit, and God gave me some things to say, okay? So one of the things that we have to do when, we, when we're learning about something like these gifts, one of the things that is very, really, really important, very, very important for people to understand is what these gifts aren't. We want to know what they are, but we also want to know what they're not. And, and number one, as I said earlier, they're not weird. They're not goofy. They're not freaky, okay? And <clears throat> how many, don't raise your hand when I ask you this, but um, how many have ever called in to the psychic network to get a word from a, from a, a psychic? Uh, don't, don't raise your hand because I don't care if you ever have. And, and why would you call in to a psychic to get a word? Because you want to know something. You want to know something from the, quote, supernatural. Okay? And the reason that there are psychic networks and they're very profitable. See, you can come here and get a word. It doesn't cost you anything. But you, you dial a psychic number, you know, it's going to cost you bucks. Sometimes big bucks, depending on how long they talk and how many words they get. And you say, well, how do you know, Pastor? Because I called it. No, I didn't. <clears throat> but... I know a bunch of different people that have, that have called because I've talked to people through the years and they've called and the people were right on, okay? And we'll talk about that later. We're going to talk about that now. But people want to know that God is real and they want to know things and, and they, want to, they, they want to be able to hear something that has been spoken to them that there's no way in the natural that anybody would know. So I'm going to speak a few things in, in a little while and, and there's just about five or six people that as I was praying in the spirit, God said something to me about, okay? Now, but, but I want to, I got to build a foundation and I won't get very far in this because you don't have all the time, but, but just listen to what I say. I'm going to define what prophecy is and then we're going to talk about it. As I said, this is the first utterance gift in, in the passage here in 1 Corinthians 12. <clears throat> And remember, you know, in, in that 1 Corinthians 12, it says, don't be ignorant of spiritual gifts. 
In other words, covet spiritual gifts, go after spiritual gifts, the scripture says. And then he said, these gifts work as the Lord wills them. You can't stir something up. You can't make it up and it be effective and it be real. You can't work it like a pump. It's as God wills them, these gifts, okay? And, and, and it says that it profits everybody. When you operate in this gift, everybody that's involved will profit. You will, the people that you prophesy to, people even around. I mean, the overflow can get off on somebody that's even close to you, you know, and, and something happened. One, one night I was, uh, years ago, I was in the, years ago, I was in the family sports center about midnight, and I was working out, and, and, uh, and somebody had been to church or something, I can't, it was years ago, and I can't remember how it operated, how it worked, actually, but it was something like this. And this person said, you know, he called me pastor, you know, I don't even know who he was, and he called me pastor, and he said, uh, he said, you know, I've been, I've been struggling with this sickness in my body. And the moment he said that, the gifts of healings went into operation. The gift of, of the gifts of healings went into operation right then. And as we talked about when we talked about those gifts, one of the gifts that's really close to that is the gift of faith. And it just went into operation. There was guys working out, you know. And I told them, I, I didn't go into a lot of stuff about healing. I just told that guy, I said, if you'll let me pray for you, your body will be well. He said, pray for me. So we were just standing there in front of the workout equipment. I laid my hands on him under the direction of the Holy Spirit, on the, under the gifts, the, the operating under the anointing of the gifts of healing. I prayed for the guy, and his body was well. I mean, to this day, I've seen this guy, I don't know how many different times, and he reminds me that I prayed for him. Well, as I was praying for him, there was somebody next to him working out on another machine that said his body was not doing real well. So he wanted me to pray for him. And I prayed for that guy. But when I prayed for that guy, I prayed for him because he wanted me to, and I joined my faith in him. I've never seen the guy again. I don't know whether his body was well or not. But the gifts of the Spirit weren't in operation for that guy like it was for the first guy. And you say, well, you know, does, is God a respecter of person? No. And I can't figure it out, but it's as he wills. See, these gifts don't just work as I choose for them to work. And it doesn't mean that my faith and that other guy's faith won't manifest healing in, that, in the body of that person. I'm not saying that that doesn't work, because it does. I know it does. I've seen it work time and time again, and the Bible says that it's true. But there's some things that we have to work out in regards to these gifts that even anybody that's around can profit from it. Because when the gifts are in operation, God is doing something, and all he's about is profiting the person that is on the receiving end of the gift in operation through your life. I'm telling you, it's a win-win situation. You'll be blessed as a result of it. I mean, that night, do you think that I was blessed in just watching this guy's body well like that? And, and, and you know, the, the few times I've seen that guy, 
when he's come and reminded me of that, I know at least once that I, was, I had some discouraging thoughts going on in my head. And when that guy reminded me, when I saw him out of nowhere and he reminded me of that, it encouraged me again. It profited me. It built me up because it just reminded me of how valuable a person is to the kingdom of God that will yield their life and, and, and their faith and everything about themselves to God to be used to help profit come to people's lives. And that was just where, where healing was concerned. But it's in every way. See, so it's so valuable, that, you know, we're valuable to God to be used by God and to be able to submit to God what he wants to do through our lives. Amen? So, prophecy is a supernatural utterance in a known tongue. That's what prophecy is, is a supernatural utterance in a known tongue. Part of the Hebrew definition of the word prophecy is to flow, to flow forth, to bubble up, to lift up, to spring forth. To flow forth, to bubble up, to lift up, and to spring forth. That's what prophecy is in the Hebrew. The Greek defines prophecy as to speak for another, or in, in, in this case, what we're talking about is to speak for God or to be a spokesperson for God. In other words, speaking what God wants spoken in a specific moment is what prophecy is. <clears throat> um, Look at 1 Corinthians 14, and we're going we're gonna to just, the, the time we've got left, we're just going to dissect a few things here in 1 Corinthians 14 that I think that we need to see really clearly. Um, 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Especially that you may prophesy. Supernatural utterance, a supernatural utterance in a known tongue. Speaking something supernatural. Desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you prophesy. Especially that you speak utterances at times that are supernatural, they're beyond the natural. See, you can speak, you can speak things or words, even from the Word of God, that at times can just be off the top of your head. But to prophesy is to speak something that is supernatural. In other words, you're the spokesperson of God in the moment. In other words, God wants something said to somebody, and, I, and I'm going to show you this in a minute. I'm, I'm going to prophesy to a number of you that things that God showed me, 
to give to a number of you just here sitting here tonight, okay? And what is it? It's a supernatural utterance that comes from God. And see, you have to know and be confident in the fact that you hear God. That's why we talk about this so much of the time. To be able to hear the voice of God is so vital because when God comes in a supernatural way to speak a supernatural utterance into a person's life, you've got to be confident that you can hear the voice of God. And again, like I said in the beginning, nothing about God is weird and nothing about these gifts are weird. Right? And, I, and I've seen through the years, I've seen a lot of really weird and strange things. I'm not talking about things that are supernatural. When something is supernatural, it may be something you've never seen before, but it's real. And its manifestation is real. But, but, but many times, and I'm just talking by experience, I'm not being critical of anybody, I'm just talking about by experience. Many times in days past, things that I've been a part of and been around, people went through the motions of something that they thought were the gifts of the Spirit or prophecy or words of wisdom or knowledge, but there was no fruit, there was no results that manifested as a result of the things that were said. And God doesn't want the gifts of the Spirit to be used and put out there as something that's real that doesn't produce. God always produces. Can you say amen? He always produces. But he said, especially that you may prophesy. Verse 2, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. For no one understands him However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. That's another one we'll talk about in a couple of weeks. But he who prophesies does these three things. Okay? A true prophecy does these three things. It speaks edification, it speaks exhortation, and it speaks comfort to men. If somebody comes to you and tells you they're speaking a prophetic word and they're, I'm, I'm here, I'm sent by God to expose something in your life, that's not prophecy. Uh-uh. I don't care what you've ever been taught. Some of you have never been taught nothing in regards to this. That's a good thing. Because what matters is what the word says. But anybody that comes to you and says they're prophesying to you and they're correcting something in your life, get away from it. Because prophecy does three things. It speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's what prophecy does. Now, um, a couple of things that I'm just going to tie in in just in the time I have left as I'm going to prophesy and speak a a, a few things. Um, There's, there's a difference, there's a huge difference, and we'll talk about it when we get to the fivefold ministry gifts, but there's a huge difference between prophecy and a prophet. There's a huge difference. Because 
a person that is a prophet, and they're really a prophet, okay, they, on, on this side of the cross, they don't prophesy like Ezekiel prophesied. A prophet is to speak, yes, words of exhortation and and comfort and, you know, edifying. That's what a prophet is to do. But also a prophet will work in a, in a forth-telling way, a way where, where there's things in the future. They'll, they'll, they'll be used like that, but in words of wisdom, the gift of the word of wisdom. So a prophet will work strongly in, in the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge. He'll work, they'll work strongly in that, and they'll prophesy. But just because someone prophesies doesn't mean they're a prophet. Did you hear what I said? And I I want to read this passage out of the book of Acts because it's really clear. I really like this. Where did Acts go? There it is. Um, Acts chapter 20. uh, No, 21. Acts chapter 21 and verse, we'll just skip to verse 8. And I want you to notice this. Acts 21 and verse 8. And on the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the evangelist who was one of the seven and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. See, I've had people say that Philip's daughters were prophetesses, but I can't find that in the scripture. It said that they prophesied. Now watch. And as we stayed many days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea, and when he had come to us, he took Paul's belt bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now when he heard these things, both, both we and those from that place pleaded with him not to go to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart for I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So here, watch this, we see four women who prophesy, okay? And then a prophet who prophesied, but in the gift of the word of wisdom. And the question can be, was that just a gift of the word of wisdom? Or was that word mixed into prophecy? It really doesn't matter. You, and, and Paul would have judged the situation. We have to judge how we operate. And I don't want to get confused. I don't want to get confusing with that. But, but here's the thing. Just because people prophesy doesn't mean they're prophets. And the prophet gave him to think about. He didn't necessarily tell him not to go, right? He didn't tell him not to go. 
He just said, this is what's going to happen if you do go. So prophets prophesy, okay? But 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 28, you can go back and look at that, but 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 28 says, it's asking a question, are all prophets? The answer to the question is no. Not all are prophets. But right here in 1 Corinthians 14, he encouraged everybody to go after prophecy. Are all prophets? No. But does ev- can everybody prophesy? Absolutely. Amen? Not all are prophets, but everybody can prophesy. Okay. So... Here's a number of things that I got. If, if I don't choose you, it means God doesn't really love you. But <laughs> No. No, but I'm just saying, I came in here minding my own business. I pray in the Spirit. According to 1 Corinthians 14, we didn't read the verse, but it's like 13 and 14 in there. You come with an unfruitful mind, you pray in the Spirit, and then you pray with the understanding. And what, what, is, what is prophecy? Edification? exhortation, and comfort, okay? So, so, uh, Michelle, I didn't know you were up there singing. And I came in and I looked up to the stage and there she was. And this is what I heard in my spirit, okay? That you're, and, 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 a lot of times, prophecy can appear to be generic, okay? But when you're, not, when you're minding your own business and God is bringing something to you, that's what profits people because you don't, even though it may seem generic to you, you don't know how it will touch people, okay? And what I heard is, your best days are before you. And fear about issues in life are falling off day by day by day, and, and in the future, you'll fear nothing. You'll, you'll fear nothing. And as a result of that, all of your desires that you've had in your life will come to pass because no fear. Amen? Was that encouraging? Okay. Could that bring comfort to a person's life? Okay. And, and the other thing is, it is, is, is when you prophesy, especially in front of other people, God's not going to give you something that's going to expose people's lives, you know? You're not, you're not going to prophesy in, some, in, in a certain way that's going, to, that's going to humiliate someone else by what you say. That's not God. I've seen it done time and time again, and I'm telling you, it's not God. God doesn't work that way. God is here to edify, to exhort, and to comfort. And when he, when, when he speaks through us words of wisdom and words of knowledge, those gifts, through those gifts, when he speaks those things, there can be times when correction and thing can come, things will come, but God won't give those words to you to give to someone else and expose their life in front of other people. It just doesn't work that way. God will get, can give you things personally to give to somebody. 
you know? But at the end result, that word, even if it's in a corrective way, it's there to encourage them and build them up, not to tear them down. Never will a word come to tear another person down. It will come, and sometimes a word can be challenging at times. But you have to be judging your own heart before you give a word of correction to someone else. Because many times, people call prophecy just things that they haven't dealt with in themselves, and so they want to just vomit and take it out on someone else. And I've seen that happen many times. And that is not of God. Can you say amen? amen. It's not of God. Um, so... I don't know why I remembered that one so clear. So I'm just praying in the spirit just for a moment because I, I want to I at least give two more. Because I'm not going to make it up, <laughs> but I'm going to remember what it was that I heard. Everybody agree with me, I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember the things that I heard. <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit and for the anointing that goes with and through and for the gifts of the Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit that are in operation, even tonight, even now, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father for the flow of the gifts of the Spirit. We hear your voice, we do what you tell us to do, and things work. So we exhort and we comfort and we edify the lives of people in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Um. As you were worshiping, the Lord just said to me, I mean, just real clearly, and here again, okay, I'm just kind of defining how this works, but prophecy is the vehicle that the other gifts operate through. See, because if you're speaking a supernatural word, that is to edify and to build up and encourage and to comfort. Okay, if you're speaking a word like that, it can be mixed with the gift of the word of wisdom, which is future things, or it can be mixed with the gift of the word of knowledge, which is present things that are going on. It can be mixed with those things. And I'm, see, what I'm trying to stir up in you is you've been minding your own business having thoughts and you think things and you think, you know, somebody may come along and try to tell you that, you know, you have a sixth sense, okay? You can call it whatever, six, seven, eight, ten, or whatever, you know. But if you're born again, you have the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of you revealing things to your human spirit that in the natural you don't know. There are times that it's like you, you may be hearing something, and, and you, 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 you'll get something, and then all of a sudden that thing will come to pass, and you go, wow, I knew that. I knew it. See, you've got to realize God wants to work through you to profit people with those kind of things. 
and with those gifts in operation. The more you learn to hear the voice and you're confident about hearing the voice of God, God will use you to do that. See, because what I'm doing right here, you know, I'm not walking around like, I mean, it's not weird. There's nothing about the gifts of the Spirit that are weird, okay? I mean, there are times, like, the longer I've just walked up here, all of a sudden, I just, I have this feeling on me, okay? But I don't have to have the feeling to have confidence when God says do something, but a lot of times it'll turn to a feeling. So there'll be times that there can be outward manifestations when words are spoken or when things are, go on, but, but, but the outward manifestation, that, that's not the goal. So you don't have to have an outward manifestation of some, some thing that's different and, and, and appears to be a little weird. You don't have to have that kind of a manifestation for the gifts of the Spirit to be real. Just do it. And whatever happens, happens. But I just heard the word complete. There's been a completion coming. And I believe it's, that is a prophetic word, but, but it's a word of, of knowledge. That there has been a completion inside of you that's preparing you for the future. And, and, and truly, and I, I mean, I heard the same thing for her, but your best days are before you because there's been some completion on the inside of you. That's just, you know, she's my daughter. And you say, well, you know, you know this. No, 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 no. I don't come. I, I wouldn't, I mean, my head would tell me, no, nah, I don't prophesy because then they're going to think you just figured that out because, you know, you got that because she's your daughter. No, 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 no. No, you learn to be able to judge beyond your emotions and tap into what the Spirit of God is saying about a specific thing. And it's vital that you do that. You see, that, whatever, whatever that means to her, that, that will say something to her that will build her and encourage her and edify her and take her to another level. That's what words of prophecy do, and that's what the prophet's ministry does is it brings confirmation or it challenges you about things maybe that you've that you've thought of but you thought were not there's no way that that could work or that would ever happen in my life but those prophetic words will come from a prophet had a word for you and I'm not getting it <laughs> that means you know you're you lost out no no I, I'll have it before I leave here I'll have it it'll come back to me but I had a word for you when when we were when y'all were doing worship and then thank you father see I don't I don't usually do it quite like this you know but uh that's okay. We're going to learn how to do this. And I'm showing you that this stuff works and it's real. And I'm telling you, you're just, you're, you're in a place where God wants to use you to bring encouragement to this whole town. I mean, to everywhere you go, you, you can be used. I'm talking about minding your own business, okay? 
Not having something built up in the back of your mind, I'm going to go tell them and I'm going to hammer. Them. No, no, that's not God. Those things aren't God. Just minding your own business, allowing the Holy Spirit. You may be praying in the Spirit. You may be in the morning praying and God shows you something to go give somebody. Do it. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? They'll slap you. <laughs> right? They'll slap you. You can get over that. You can get over that. Amen? We're going to have to stop. But I know I got one more to share. I know I do. And I'm not making it up. I could, I could, have, sh I could have already shared about 15 of them. <laughs> Yay and no and woo and yeah, wow, woo, yeah, okay. Gosh, this stuff is so real. I'm telling you, it's real. I mean, it's so real. Amen? It's so real. Just bow your head just for a second. Okay, look at me. Megan. Shouldn't have done any of those bad things. You know, I'm <laughs> um, I had this, as I, when I turned around and I saw people shaking hands, I got this word, but I, I was, you know, you, you, I want clarity because like I said, it has to be done in a way that is, exhorting and it has to be the right words and, and but this this is what I heard this is what I heard that the real you down inside is really beginning to come out and nothing's going to stop it but you but you're not going to stop it who you really are is beginning to to really happen and you know what you know what you're a really likable person. I mean, I've just, I just see you every once in a while and shake hands with you or whatever. I'm not saying you haven't been likable in the, in the past, okay? But I'm saying who the real you is, is really likable. And, you, and again, I'm telling you, and this is not just generic. Your best days are before you, okay? The real you is coming forth. Done. I had to get that out. I just, and I will before I leave. You know, we hang around here for a while. <clears throat> and and I, I, I will have that word. I, I, I will. I, I'm, for some reason, it's just, I, I can hear it, but I'm not getting it, so I can't make it up. So take what I'm talking about. Come next week, you know, bring 15 people. And, uh, and, and we're going to do just some, pro I've got a, two things I want to share next week, and then we're going to do some prophesying amongst one another. And I'm telling you, it, it, it's going to flow. It's going to go because what's going to happen is when, when you're prophesying, you're going to realize that, that you can hear the voice of God, and he's really speaking to you because you're valuable to him. Amen? Amen? And you have things that he needs you.
<laughs> he needs you to be able to hear so he can flow through you and be such a blessing to other people. And, and, and I tell you, it does something to you to know that you're valuable. Amen? Father, we thank you tonight for the truth of your word, for how great and awesome that you are. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that you've given to live inside of us. We're not on planet Earth as orphans. We're not walking around trying to accomplish things just on our own. We're here to do your will, hear your voice, do what you say, and be successful at everything that we do. Tonight, Lord, we bless you and we honor you. And I thank you for your people that all this week that they hear your voice and as they're practicing hearing your voice and being available to be used in the gifts of the Spirit, that things flow through them and profit and benefit others. And we believe for that. We honor you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Listen, you can benefit and profit people and be a blessing to people just in the natural. Just in the natural. God wants you to benefit and be a blessing to people supernaturally. And there's a difference. Okay? So think about that this week and come back next Wednesday and bring people and we're going to do some prophecy. Bless you. Amen.